He thought Andor was just okay, which is a pretty bad take. It was just okay. Look, in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah, it's a good show, high production value, good acting, good music and all that. But that's not what makes a good show, dude. That's not what makes a good Star Wars show. I mean, the, the director, writer, Tony Gilroy himself was just like, look, half the time I forgot I was making something Star Wars. And it showed. It, it You know, it was okay. It was all right. But it was very slow, and it wasn't really Star Wars, in my opinion. It wasn't. There was no force. There were no lightsabers. There were no Skywalker characters, you know, and you don't need all those. But at the end of the day, what made Star Wars so special is the force, is the Jedi, is the ability to wield a lightsaber, is the cosmic entities that came in with the force, like Yoda. Anyways, um, Andor had bricks and screws. You see clearly a six out of ten show. It was so much worse than just okay. If that's his take, then it's fine. I don't think Andor is a masterpiece either. The problem is that Star Wars Theory was praising Andor at first, but when his friend Josh said it's bad, Theory immediately switched his opinion, calling it bad. That's very false. Uh, through the whole time, I was saying it's a good show. So that's very, very incorrect right there. He was then dunking on it for not having explosions and lightsabers because he actually watches the show as part of his streams where half the time he was reading the chat saying boring while also checking his super chat so he can get $10 each for reading sentences that people send him. He is not just audience captured. He is tied with rope with a gun pressed against his head by his super fans and collaborators. I don't have any collaborators. And look, I think one of the reasons why I'm the most successful Star Wars YouTuber out there, and I, and that sounds really arrogant, but at the end of the day, look, it, let's let's call a spade a spade. I am. And the reason for that, I think, and I've thought about this, is because I'm really candid and really open with my opinions. I don't, I don't lie to you guys. I don't try to sell you guys on stuff. And... I feel like I'm just real. Like, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, like, bullshit you guys. At the end of the day, I am a Star Wars fan, and I've always been a Star Wars fan. And my opinions will always be the same as if I never had a channel. And I think that's what a lot of people really appreciate. And that's a lot of the feedback that I've received. It's exactly like when The Rise of Skywalker dropped. He loved it, but after getting hate, he deleted that video, and six hours later did a full 180. And now he is waging a crusade against the sequels. Um, no, you know, I, I've, I've expressed this many, many times, but it seems like these kinds of people really just choose to only selectively write the things that they want that help their narrative. And they completely go and delete anything that I've ever said in response to it. Look, people change their opinions. I really liked the rise of Skywalker when it came out and the video still exists because of how they reversed the shit that they did to Luke in The Last Jedi. And as time passed, I realized, well, that's not really a reason to like a movie because of the injustice and shitty decisions that they gave to a hero character in a previous film, which never should have happened. And so I changed my opinion. I just kind of realized that, hey, you know, these rose-colored glasses are coming off now. They're not, they're not so rosy. He's very easily swayed. Like you say, he liked Andor. Josh said it sucks. He suddenly dislikes it and thinks it's boring. He's been tired. Talking off mic to a well-known extra and artist who is well-known to be a sticker for real-world stuff in Star Wars, zippers, screws, bricks, hoodies, undressed props, etc., and then suddenly went on a rant about it. Lost respect for Star Wars Theory when he said anyone that enjoys Andrew must not be true fans of Star Wars. When did I ever say that? 110 upvotes. When have I ever fucking said that? It's just there's a lot of stuff that people like to shit out of their ass about me, and they can never back it up. 
He was so mad that Star Wars, a sci-fi franchise, had plain bricks and screws in it. <sighs> All right. Let's go down this rabbit hole. So if you haven't heard, there's a bit of a meme going around in the Star Wars community about bricks and screws, and it all comes from a live stream involving YouTuber's Star Wars theory in which he said... It's just whatever. It's honestly a kind of a forgettable show. Um, look, acting was great. Cinematography was great. The, the writing was good. But it was a lot of little things. I mean, when we saw the camera in the previous episode, there were like screws in the wall. Right. We, we don't see that in Star We don't plainly see it. I mean, it looks like literally Phillips fucking screw put into the wall. And we see certain architects. The whole point of Star Wars, you know, of all of the extensive interviews that I've done with the people who have created the original trilogy, I've talked to literally some of the most important people that made Star Wars. And you can find all the interviews on the channel. One of the main themes that I learned from all of them and from all the books that I've read from behind the scenes stuff, this is supposed to be in a galaxy far, far away. I mean, for God's sakes, there's no underwear in space, George Lucas said. There isn't supposed to be anything that resembles a Earth-like screw in Star Wars, something that has that. And, and if it is, it's very well hidden or it looks completely different. Bolts, yes, they exist. But people like to take this and they have to run with it and be like, oh, he says there's no bricks or screws. Simply not the case. I even clarify here, which people like to leave out, that... There are bricks in the prequel trilogy. I compare the bricks in Andor to the bricks in the bricks in the prequel trilogy. I say oh, there's smooth sandstone in the prequels. When Anakin and Padme are walking in Naboo, totally different. Totally nice, smooth sand. This looks like some shit in the construction site, right? It's just bricks. You know, it's not smooth stone or sandstone or whatever it might be that was in the prequels or the originals, which kind of gives you the feel of Star Wars. The whole thing about Star Wars is right there. No one ever brings that up feel like it's from a galaxy far, far away. Um, it didn't do that with this one. Now, I should make it clear that I don't know Mr. Theory here, nor have I ever met him, but I will say this is a bit of an exaggeration on people's part for ripping on him too much, and I understand where he's coming from. Personally, I loved Andor, and it was a breath of fresh air from the fan service esque shows we've gotten, like Mando, Boba, and Kenobi, but this is something I've noticed among Star Wars fans who think that Andor didn't have that Star Wars feel, and that it didn't have some of the major themes, and it was a bit too slow, and so forth, which are fair criticisms, sure, but this is also a type of television style that hasn't been associated with Star Wars before, so this type of backlash is inevitable. You have shows like The Wire or Sopranos, two critically acclaimed series, that have their slow moments of buildup, which leads to incredible payoff. I think it's necessary for us to understand. For sure, and I, I agree with that. And I think the thing with Andor was that, you know, with Sopranos, it's it's a mobster, gangster sort of show. With Star Wars, it's a, you know, Force, lightsabers, Jedi, Sith. There's none of that in Andor. None of it. And, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it just didn't resonate with me all that much, and I still enjoyed the show. And the characters, who they are, and their motivation. Andor did this brilliantly with mini arcs throughout the season. Granted, it anyways, <sighs> um, he said in his review and in a few streams that he felt the show was too boring and that he didn't like. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I followed theory for a long time and was with him right until Andor came out. His coverage of that was abysmal, and mostly just felt like him dunking on it for not having enough lightsabers and explosions and general action in it. Since then, it feels like his entire platform is Disney bad. I wasn't a big fan of the sequels and Kenobi felt a little weak, but I have liked some of the other stuff Disney has done, especially Mando, and I just can't get behind this crusade any his crusade anymore. I'm not running a crusade. I'm simply just voicing my opinion. Uh, I watched all the episodes, so I don't know what these are. After watching his takes on Andor during his live... Okay, I'm, I'm not going to cover any more Andor stuff. I feel like it's just so ridiculous. 
I don't agree with all of his takes and or being bad for Star Wars, but I think he legitimately cares about Star Wars and his Vader film is pretty cool. Negative one. This guy's an idiot. Calling the show bad because it had bricks and screws and not having explosions and lightsabers isn't just a matter of subjective opinion. It's watching the show wrong. You can't ever watch a show wrong, buddy. <laughs> yeah.